Welcome into the Fairweather Podcast, where we discuss all things San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. The Fairweather Podcast is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network and sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. Hello! <laughs> oh, you're muted. I didn't hear it. There it is. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't oh, press my man. button enough times. Oh lordy lordy, how is it going? It's cooler this week, thankfully. Allegedly, yes. No, but um yeah, it's been a little bit nicer. That's a lovely shirt you're wearing. Yeah, Gooners. Is that from your Austin folks? No, this I, is I know from you've been... San Diego Gooners. I'm oh, not nice. in Austin. And we'll see if I get to go there this week. So, fair enough. I saw you <laughs> chatting about it. It's been a yeah. decent start for the Gooners, kind of. Yeah, maybe. Um, I was very nervous about almost losing <laughs> last, last weekend, but uh, got to go back to Bluefoot. Bluefoot nice. Open. Um, it's different. Uh, we're definitely safe and separated and cool. there's rules and you can't stand up and, you know, it's a little different, but it was nice to hear our gooners like on the, you know, on the TV and loud and stuff like that. So that was really nice. And nice. I know on Monday we play Liverpool, so that'll be exciting. Uh, yeah. As long as it's not on Peacock, I can watch it because I don't want to pay for yet another subscription. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it is on Peacock. I, yeah, I didn't watch any of the Chelsea match. I watched a bunch of the highlights. Um, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Chelsea fans. I mean, I don't get... I understand why they're doing this, uh, you know, to get to maximize, you know, on this paid subscription lifestyle, you know? But if you play, if you pay for NBCSN already, right. why... Do you have to pay for this too? So. Yep. Yep. It is yep. on Peacock. Um, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Oh. So that's where you can watch stuff. It's behind yet another paywall. Um, no, uh, Chris is taking a uh, recovery break. Uh, so we wish Chris the best. Um, if you saw mm-hmm. on social media, uh, I believe they're traveling for a New Mexico United match. Um, and uh, he is fine. We're hoping he's recovering well, uh, and hopefully uh, his car recovers as well as well. Yes. So we wish him the best, him and his banana, apple, kale, cucumber, yeah, that he's yeah, drinking yeah. right now. Um, and I'm <laughs> sure it's delicious. Yes. Sure it's yeah. delicious, as well as well. As well. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah, I mean, as well as well. I mean, it's like had, had, had. I mean, that all works. Or do-do. Um, do-do. Oh, I giggle every time someone says do-do. Every time. <laughs> every time. I'm like, <laughs> they said do-do. You said do-do. Like, you're totally distracted. You're like, whatever. Like. Right? I'm like five. <laughs> I teach middle school. Fart jokes are still funny to me. Yes. Um, man, what a week. Um, some loyal news. Um, today, they announced that they are op- they opened up their loyal like their shop. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they called it exactly. They called it something special, but um, 
you can now buy stuff instead of buying it through Soccer Loco. Uh, you can now buy it through uh, their shop. Um, and that's exciting. Also, Black Lives Matter kit in 3XL. You can get that as well. So that's, yeah, I know that was a point of desire. Uh, so uh, the 3XL fans out there, you can now purchase a loyal kit 3XL. I don't think the Keeper one comes in 3XL, but I looked at the Black Lives Matter kit, and that is 3X. Yeah, just medium XL and large for the Keeper jersey. And, um, you know, I was looking at this, and I was actually on the the, the Black Lives Matter, but they mm -hmm. don't have a... I need to tell them. They don't have a picture of the back of it. Like, in the oh, store. Oh, yeah. Like, we know what it is, but it's like, okay, it says in the description. Like, I feel like that's very important, you know? Yes. It's just called The Shop. Uh, but if you haven't yeah. checked it out, um, we are not getting any kickbacks from this. So, no. in transparency. <laughs> but uh, there's a bunch of new gear in there, T-shirts and hats. And they're selling beanies, which is the last thing I think I need right now. Uh, but mm -hmm. tons of stuff in there. So, check it out. And... Um, I know some folks have not had the best luck with Soccer Loco, um, but there's a bunch of new gear, some new hats, some new shirts. Um, their straw hat with the bottle opener, that's always a winner. Um, so <laughs> go check it out. <laughs> yeah, go check it out, and you don't have to deal with Soccer Loco selling out. So, um, yeah, I think the shop, good. yeah, the shop SD Loyal. Dot, sorry, theshop.sdloyal.com for the yes. podcast folks. Yes. Um, I'll probably put that in the show description right up top so it shows up on Spotify. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rubio Rubin also announced uh, player of the match or player of the week. Player of the week. Uh, San Diego Loyal's first player of the week, I believe. Um, also on team of the week. Uh, for that beautiful hat trick that he scored in the first half against Phoenix, which we will get into shortly. Um, yes. And we do have to say congratulations to the Padres for making it to the playoffs for the first time was in 14 years. Uh, There's a lot of really fun stuff on Padres Twitter about people posting what they look like 14 years ago. <laughs> um, uh, I did not watch or I did not post to that because I don't know if I have any pictures from 14 years ago on my phone because um, that was 14 years ago, 2006. I right? do have pictures of 14 years ago, but I was living in New York and I was no longer a Padre fan. So I don't Fair think that's enough. safe to put. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't consider myself to be like a – I'm not a bandwagoner, but I'm also mm -hmm. not like a lifer Padres fan. Um we moved down here. We bought season tickets one year. I've mm -hmm. always followed them. I support them and hope they do well. But I'm not this like lifelong diehard Padres fan. Um, so, uh, but congratulations. I'm super stoked. Now that they've clinched, maybe I can start watching some games actually on TV uh, and not have to jinx it because I was really worried there for a minute that I would start <laughs> watching and then they would just always end up one game away from making the playoffs. Right. So, yeah. Congratulations to the Padres. Yeah, and I think a lot of our loyal locals are very uh, passionate Padre fans, so we're yes. definitely shouting them out, and I'm happy for them. I root for the home team whenever I can, but 
For you know, sure. I, I wouldn't say I'm a fan just like you. Like, I just kind of wish that they would open up like maybe 20% capacity <laughs> so that people could go celebrate. I know that our, some of our friends have made the way down there to try to watch it or be participating, right. but, uh, I think it's, or get, you know, or, or get that balcony seat overlooking right? your megaphone. Uh, those have been fun too. Uh, yeah, yeah. So in all transparency, I am an angels fan, uh, <laughs> but I have adopted the Padres as a, as a team that I root for because you can't really root for the angels right now. Uh, cause yeah. they haven't won in forever. Um, so <laughs> that's what's happened this week, uh, outside of games. Yes. Um, Hey, what's up, Harry? Um, so San Diego loyal, the best team in the West now, apparently, um, power rankings came out and we are moving on the way up. Um, I did say in transparency that San Diego is not a playoff team several weeks ago, but that was before they signed all of these players. And yeah, they look like a playoff team, but will they get there? We will talk about it. But first, Phoenix match. Yes. Holy um, cow. <laughs> I feel like we should play this third goal. Sure. Let's I thought see. all of them are great. Yeah, you know, I, I just, uh, I love it. Give us a second. Hold up. With Junior Flemings, find a way to get some outlet passes and play off roof at Dadashov, and you'll be just fine. For San Diego Loyal. Here they go again. Rubin deflected in! And there is the hat trick! Rubio Rubin in the first half! Three goals for San Diego! <laughs> oh, man, that is so awesome. Watching Courtesy. It. Of San Diego Loyal. Yes. Um, Thank you, San Diego Loyal. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I know he was doing like a, like, he did this celebration, the first goal he scored ever on the, a couple games ago. And then he did like this one, his first goal. And I think he just ran out of see no, hear no, speak no. He didn't think he would score three this quickly. Uh, so it was nice to see his celebration uh, evolution, if you will. Um, there's actually a great interview with the Phoenix coach talking about how there was a bunch of defensive breakdowns, uh, but also in order there for there to be defensive breakdowns, there needs to be great offensive plays. Yes. Um, and there were quite a few of those in the first half. Um, like the Jack Metcalf outside of the boot, boot, like swing kick pass to him for the first goal was quite, mm-hmm. quite nice. The pretty good finish. Uh, I think Alejandro Guido got yet another assist. Um, yeah. On the second goal, which was a little bit more individual play, but kind of defensive, not putting him to the right side. They let him kind of move toward the middle. Um, and um, yeah, that third one we just watched was quite a thing of beauty. So I have a question for you. Um, uh-huh. I know like two matches ago, like we were, it was like their first match with like these new guys. It was really exciting. Like, it was like, oh, man, this is the team we've been waiting for. And then this game. Now, which one do you think is better that you, in your opinion, as oh, um, As a fan, definitely going to Phoenix and winning in Phoenix is always something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I talked a little bit of trash on Twitter, as one does after your team goes to <laughs> another team's house and beats them. I think that was like 
their seventh loss at home since 2017 or something crazy like that. Like they just don't lose at home. They draw, but they don't lose uh, unless it's the playoffs and they're up against Real Monarchs. Um, <clears throat> but <laughs> like, I think if you looked at level of play, you would say that the LA match was still probably their best complete game. But as a fan, like that game was so exciting. And I'm sure as a neutral, I'm sure Harry, if you watched it, um, was very much uh, on the edge of your seat. It was a really fun match. Um, the second half was like just incredible. Very weird calls. Um, close calls. Both teams get a goal pulled off uh, for both of them. Correct calls, I believe. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about this like 82nd minute blunder. Um, and originally people were losing their minds because they thought it was like Real, uh, the sorry, Salt Lake match where the ball may or may not have went in and they didn't call it a goal. And one of them may or may not have been a goal. It was very like Jack Metcalf-esque. Yeah. Um, and that's why people lost their minds. Um, but it turns out that it was a completely different ruling um, and that the goal was actually was supposed to be called off. In fact, by the rule, San Diego should have received the free kick, mm -hmm. uh, an indirect free kick. Because what happens is the Phoenix guy kicks it, it hits the referee, it bounces straight back to the Phoenix guy who kicked it, and that's not allowed. Also, if the referee hits the ball and it leads to a promising attack, it, the ball is out of play. Um, so even if it went to another Phoenix player and a, that happened, they're probably pulling the goal back, but because it went off the referee and went straight back to the same player and that same player played it, it should have been an indirect free kick to San Diego. Um, but if you look at the replay, and I've been told that the referee gets his whistle knocked out of his hand. I'm, usually they're tethered around his wrist, but if you look at the replays, he's holding on. He, it's not tethered. He's just holding it. So I think when he gets hit, the whistle falls out. He goes to pick it up, doesn't realize that the player who kicked it maintained possession, and I think tries to stop the play from happening, but it's like 20 seconds. It's not a lot of time, but it's still a lot of time. Ends up uh, Santi Mora as the guy who kicks it, comes back to him, he passes it to Sante, they dribble up the side, crossing it and score. Uh, the ball did go in, it was a goal. Uh, but correctly called back, uh, it, essentially FIFA Rule 9. Uh, and there was actually a handwritten note from the referees because you can submit yeah. questions and the referees answer by uh, writing a note. It's like back in uh, back in elementary school, back in the day, it's like they had the handwritten note. It was folded up into like a heart shape. It was super cute. <laughs> it was like two match, uh, match press love officials yeah, uh, super cute yes or no <laughs> boxes yeah <laughs> um now obviously if you're phoenix fan you're freaking pissed like i get yeah. it and i took every opportunity to razz them about it um <laughs> but correct call um the offside goal not that much later for san diego uh it was close but ben spencer maybe looked to be leaning so all of the uh Bobby Firmino underarm offside. Um, and so probably offside. So probably also correctly uh, called back. Um, 
and um, obviously they get a goal. There's 10 minutes of stoppage time, 10 actual minutes, not like 10 fake minutes like against Vegas that they're going to claim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris wanted to razz them. Chris, I razzed them even more for you. Uh, so <laughs> I knew you weren't there. I saw you not on Twitter. Um, so <laughs> I razzed them more for you. Um, very crazy 10 minutes of stoppage time because John Kempen uh, was injured and, and had to be uh, removed from the match. Um, and that's when Jake Fenlinson came on um, and did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. And he did a pretty good job in his place. Um, I don't have any updates regarding whether or not he will be available on Wednesday. Um, what is it? What would it be? What do you think would be the long-term effect if John Kempen doesn't go against LA? What do you think? Um, did he, he play, did he play in that other match versus Los Dos like a couple, couple games ago? I don't think so. Right. Uh, I believe he did. I think he came back against the Vegas. He was back against Vegas. Oh, um, let yeah. me look up lineups against Galaxy. Um, I think. Yeah. For the most part, I think all of our goalies have been pretty good this year. Um, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. If John Kempen's out, as and obviously we know Grant Stillman's out, that's going to be like huge for our defense. I think just together. Yeah, I think against Los Dos, I think having Grant Stoneman out on a, one, uh, a game suspension for his red card is against LA is probably um, a bigger loss than a, uh, a John Kempen against Los Dos, especially if we can play the way we played against them before. I think they had, what, one shot on target? Yeah, one shot on target last time we played. Um, now there's a clip of Landon Donovan talking about this match saying, this is our season. Don't worry about the Phoenix match. This Wednesday match is our season. If we win this one, then we can worry about the Phoenix match, but without winning this, yeah, it's pretty much going to be a bunch of teams need to really fall apart in order for San Diego to sneak into the playoff spot. Mm-hmm. But winning this match puts them in a better position to do so and put some pressure on some other teams. So I, I agree. I think that Grant Stillman shout is uh, a, probably a bigger loss. Um, the last I heard was that he's going to be evaluated. Um, and they'll, he says, but I'll be fine. So it doesn't seem like a, um, a big injury. I think maybe just a kind of a knock and uh, just want to reassess. But I have not seen anything... Uh, from John Kempen himself or the team. But again, why would the team put that out there if he wasn't available? Because now it's like that puts a little bit of doubt in people's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have Emmer Clemente who can step in. Uh, but like I said, Grant Stoneman is a big part. He leads the league in passes. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what it's like without Grant Stoneman on the pitch and how big of a deal it is. Um. Any yeah. other things stick out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think my whole like mantra this 
whole season was one game at a time. So I'm glad that Landon said that. And it's like really nice to just be like, yeah, focus on this game. Cause you really like, I think there's so much pressure on them to like get to the, the postseason. I think because of their San Diego, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe internally they have that. Um, but um, without Grant Snowman, we haven't really seen that. So I don't really know what to expect or if I should be expecting it, something really bad, you know? So, yeah. And I know this kind of shocks a lot of Phoenix supporters. And this also makes everyone else in the West happy to see Phoenix dropping points at home this late in the season. Um, I mean, you kind of want to make, you want to make sure you're lining yourself up to be um, in the positive direction going into the playoffs. Um, kind of like loyal is doing right now. Three wins and two draws in the last five, uh, zero losses in the last five matches. Those three losses in the middle really hurt. Um, but, I mean, Orange County, Phoenix, and Reno, like those are those are some pretty tough teams to get some wins against. But in the past week, they've beaten Orange County, Los Dos, sorry, Drew Orange County, beat Los Dos, beat OC, beat Phoenix, and beat Phoenix at their place. I think it just shows what kind of confidence San Diego is playing with. And um, yeah, so there's been a lot of fun this week about scenarios going into playoffs. Um, There's a scenario where Phoenix ends fourth, but it needs lots of people to win. Um, Any issues you saw in the Phoenix match that might come back to haunt us? Um, No, I mean, I thought... I thought they played really well. It was funny because I remember our prediction was, what was it, 2-2? Yep. Like, and then when he scored the third goal, I was like, all right, they're going to they're gonna get three goals in the second half, right? Like, that's, what, that's what's going to happen to the San Diego team. But um, I, uh, you know, I had a long day. I started in the morning with Gooners. So, like, mm-hmm. I only stayed up till, like, the 70th minute. So, full disclosure. Um, you missed all of the drama. I mean, I saw all the goals. And, that's what <laughs> and then I woke up. I think I woke up like two in the morning and I checked my phone, like my watch with all the updates and final score. And I was like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't see anything after that. Uh, obviously, there could have been something. But before that, I was just like, they look solid. Um, they look like they're meshing really well. Like we talked about last episode, it's like, the back is meshing with the front and like there's a fluid thing going on and I really enjoyed watching them. It was nice to see that (laughs) finally. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, Alejandro Guido is definitely making a name for himself as a very important player for the offense. Um, He gets pointed out a lot as kind of being the most important player. Yeah. Rubin gets his hat trick, uh, Mm -hmm. but Guido out there is playing really well. Um, Again, you know, Miguel Berry doesn't score, but he's, you know, he's having a pretty decent game. Um, and then Adams, Martin, and, you know, Metcalf all have pretty solid games. Jack Metcalf, again, very active in the offensive zone. Um, some things that are a little bit worrisome is 23 shots allowed, but only five on target. Uh, seven block shots, which is kind of cool. There was quite a few of those where... Mm. Um, you know, Kempen makes a couple of good saves, but there's a couple of times where it looked like Kempen made the save, but it was actually like Jack Metcalf getting his boot in there. 
mm-hmm. uh, guys hustling back, which is super important. Um, I mean, obviously that first Fleming's goal is kind of a perfectly placed goal and Kempen almost got there. Uh, the second Fleming's goal is on a quick um, set piece where uh, Fenlinson doesn't quite come out far enough um, or come out quite correct enough, I guess. And Fleming's beats him to the, uh, the ball and gets a header. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, you know, and then surviving the last three minutes down a man. Um, I, I think San Diego should be proud of themselves. Um, I thought Phoenix really took advantage of uh, San Diego maybe sitting back a little bit in the second half. And when they started to press up, it was better. Um, you know, maybe a little bit lucky to get out of there with a win instead of a draw. There was a Fleming opportunity that probably should have been a goal um, outside of the one that got pulled out or the data shop one that got pulled out where he, there's a cross across the box and he almost puts it in basically like San Diego outplayed them the first half. And then from like the 70th minute or so on, it was like, it was an all out attack from Phoenix and they're going to do that. They're down, you know, two goals and their, their playoff picture is still very much up in the air. If you look at the Western conference, you know, they wanted to keep pace with a Reno or um, a San Antonio, but right now, I mean, San Antonio and Reno are, are running away with home field advantage and that's going to play a huge, huge um, role. I think in who gets the win in the Western conference final. Yeah. Um, Cause San Antonio is a tough place to go and play. Um, and if you play at home, it's going to feel better than having you go on the road. And in four weeks from now, five weeks from now, maybe things are opening back up and you might get some fans in that stadium and it's a different picture. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Reno. I wouldn't want to go to Reno and play Reno. Um, they Their offense is clicking just as good as Phoenix. Like their goal differential is one goal less. Um, and, and Phoenix has fans showing up, right? So like their home they field. They did. You know, definitely more. I mean, not like us. Like we don't have home field advantage. Where home field is like kind of whatever. It's like in the clouds, right? <laughs> but at Phoenix, they they want to be at home with their fans. Right. Uh, something to also keep in mind with San Diego is right now they're seventh in the West. If we're doing old old school standings, uh, and they're right there with you know uh, Mexico, New Mexico United. Uh, they're obviously above Orange County and LA. But, I mean, San Diego is looking really good right now, and we should be proud of this team. Um, regardless of how it, it goes down at the end, um, they put themselves in the position if they can pull off some victories in the last couple games. Uh, they're in a really good spot, and I think we're going to be good going into next season. Um, Los Dos, what do we expect from Los Dos? Um, I expect more than three goals or three goals total because mm-hmm. I think both teams are scoring goals and looking at the stats, they're at more than two and a half goals, eight out of eight games, the last eight out of eight games. So there's a guarantee you're going to see goals. Now who comes out on top? I don't know. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Um, it's it's hard with LA because they've been so up and like, if you look at their, <laughs> Uh, if you look at their last eight matches, it's loss, loss, win, win, loss, win, loss, win. So, I mean, if we're going by patterns, they should lose the next game just on principle. Um, 
they score lots of goals. They've only been shut out twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was against Phoenix. The last one was um, against San Diego. They're also playing for their playoff lives. Um, yeah. This is they have they have two games. They have two games left. That's it. Yes. 23rd and 26th. And they're looking at, you know, a um, a matchup against oh, I have more than that. I think I have four games left. Oh, this there is we go. so they have us and then get Vegas and then they have to play Orange County and then Phoenix on the road. Like they need to get points where they can get points. And these were some of the games where it's like Orange County needs to win because Vegas or L.A. is probably going to win a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if they l- drop points, it's not the end of the world for them, but it puts them in a position to be overtaken. So they're going to come out and come out and keep fighting. Like, l- just watch that Las Vegas Lights game. They go down two goals and they fight back to win. Yeah. So this isn't going to be one where we can go out early like Phoenix and then, all right, we got three. Okay, we can go. Right. Like, we, we're fine. We can defend. Like, we, we need to play galaxy two like we're playing phoenix again like we played orange county mm-hmm. full 90 minutes yes oh. yeah they do give up a lot of goals like their goal differential is not great which is why teams have a chance of sneaking in so wins is the first tiebreaker mm-hmm. uh so they're at eight wins which are seven wins uh, second is goal differential. They've scored 22, but they've given up 24. Uh, San Diego Loyal right now is 16, 4, 14 against. Um, and this is where that John Kempen thing does come into fact. If we can hold them to a goal, I think we have a chance. If we hold them to two goals, it's going to be tough. Yeah. But if they, you know, if they're scoring more than two, it's going to be close to impossible to beat them. But they're going to be all in yeah um they haven't played for a week so they're well rested mm-hmm. um versus us going in there from playing on saturday against a very emotional game so mm-hmm. I-, I think another early goal is in the cards we should get a, a goal handed to us just to like start off because like they canceled or they had to pull <laughs> yeah is this the is this the postponed game Right? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we should uh, should be like, here, here's a free goal. It's you on know, us. like in baseball where they have the player start on the second, second. or the second <laughs> base, you know? Just like have it like a penalty shot in the first minute or something. like. That would be great to get our first penalty of the season. Oh, yeah. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I, I forgot they did that. At the second base, I was watching something on – in extra innings, I was like, "Does a dude already at second? What happened? Where? How did we get there?" I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm I'm a dumb dumb." Yeah. Um, that was a clinch so, game. So, what do we think is the outcome of this match? What is our prediction here? Who? Um, I'm gonna say two one loyal. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say we are gonna continue on this. Hey, we're scoring three goals thing, and I think we get three, and I think it's a three one victory against Los Dos. I would love to see uh, Miguel Berry get on the score sheet. Uh, I would love to see a Colin Martin goal. Um, and uh, let's say, um, let's Jack, say Metcalf. I'll, Jack Metcalf gets one. 
It's been uh, a minute. It's been since preseason, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, sure. Captain Jack, although he's not a captain yet, but he was a captain. Um, so you think 2-1, I think 3-1. Uh, drop us a comment which you think the score prediction for the Los Dos San Diego match will be. This is in L.A., uh, so don't try to go to San Diego to watch this one. This one is in L.A. Yes. Uh, other big matches around this weekend. Uh, Orange County travels to Phoenix. And Las Vegas uh, welcomes in L.A. Any thoughts of either of those two games? Um, I think, well, we, obviously, I think O.C. is fighting as well. Well, Phoenix is fighting for home field and OC is fighting to get into second. So I think they're both they're Everyone's, this is our season match is like, mm-hmm. this again, mm-hmm. opinion. like it's not, well, you know, obviously that the crum- way the cookie crumbles, we'll see how that happens, but I'm going to be focused, laser focused on the loyal match as much as I can. Um, if I'm out of town or not, I don't know. Um, what do you think about, well, I don't know, Phoenix, I feel like they're just coming, I feel like they're going to be like, F this, like, we're not going to go down against OC, we just lost to Loyal, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder, and they're going to come out. Flemings is going to score like, I don't know, two goals in the first 30 minutes, maybe, we'll see. I don't know, I feel like the, he, he he's, he, he's going to lead the team to a win in this sense. Um what do you think about the Phoenix one? So I think if this was in Orange County, I'd feel much different. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoenix has yet to win against Orange County, mm-hmm. so they're probably going to want to do that. Um, they dropped point. They lost to Reno, and then they came out and beat Vegas two nil, and then five one. Um, the five one was at home. I think they're going to be extra motivated. So what, however pissed off they were about dropping points to San Diego, I think they might try to take it out on Orange County. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this is their chance to, I don't want to say eliminate Orange County, but definitely put them into a question mark zone yeah. um, as far as whether or not they make it to second place. Uh, but Orange County has a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they have the offense to get it done. Like Orange County has less multi-goal games than San Diego. They've only scored 13 goals all season um, in 13 games. They're averaging a goal per game. Are you counting them out? I'm not counting them out. I'm just saying I don't think they have the firepower to withstand Phoenix. Like Phoenix is 38 goals in 13 matches. Yeah. Um, versus San Diego or Orange County's one goal per match. Mm-hmm. Um, and oof. in the last since. I just don't see Orange County winning yeah. this match. I think if Phoenix scores two goals, uh, they get at least a point. Mm-hmm. Um, Orange County is going to keep have to keep Phoenix to one goal, and that just doesn't happen. Um, so I think Orange County tries to go in there and get a draw. Um, so I'm going to say a... Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm probably going to say a 2-2 draw. 
Well, um, that's bold. I, <laughs> I'll say a 51% chance of a 2-2 draw, a 49% chance of Orange County losing 2-1. Uh, um, that is my prediction for that match. Um, LA Las Vegas, um, in the grand scheme of things, if San Diego wins out, if they can get, if they can win against LA and they can win against Phoenix, this LA Vegas match, uh, might not have as big of an implication. Uh, but I would love for Las Vegas to get a win in that one. But what do you think will happen? And it is in Vegas. Um, I mean, obviously I want Vegas to win in this sense. So shout out to Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't won since end of August. Um, so I don't really have faith in them. Uh, in the last, you know, loss, 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 draw, like, and they haven't really, you know, shown any fight in my opinion, but you know, they could surprise us and want that respect and maybe ruin any chance for galaxy most dose to like do anything. So we'll see. And most dose will be on short rest. Yes. So that might benefit us that whole like postponement game and stuff like that. Like, it's now going to benef- benefit us on that game in that match. So we'll see. Yeah, I would. I would. Usually LA is a little bit better at home than on the road, but they're kind of split evenly home and road stats. Um, Vegas historically plays better at home. They're 2 2 and 2 at home and 0 6 and 1 on the road. So if there's a place that Vegas can get some points off of LA, it's. Saturday. Um, I'm going to say a 2-1 victory for Vegas. That's what I'm putting out into the universe. 2-1. You know I like the 2-1s. Putting that out into the universe. Uh, Vegas still has to play Reno. Uh, Vegas is pretty much out of... They're out of the conversation. But what they can do is definitely play spoiler at the end of the season uh, to knock out uh, basically, they could uh, essentially end loyal season on Wednesday, um, and they can practically knock out Los Dos because I think they have two games against. Nope, one game against them. They can lock out Los Dos. They can dent their chances, and then their last game is at home against Orange County, um, and they might they might be playing spoiler to Orange County. So who knows? Who knows? Now, there is a chance for Orange County and San Diego to both make the playoffs, but they would both need to win out, and then L.A. would need to win the game against Phoenix. Um, I don't see that happening. No. But those are the big games happening this weekend. Um, This is our season Wednesday. It's our season tomorrow night. Uh, So make sure you're sending out lots of good love and support on social medias to the team members. Uh, Some of them are pretty active. Um, and I'm sure would appreciate your support. Um, and as they travel up, they might even be there now, uh, to Los Dos, um, make sure you're sending them love and positive energy. Um, yeah, uh, positive energy to the team. 
um, and make sure that they know that they're we're behind them regardless. Um, but we are willing them to another win to get their seventh win of the season. Um, Marissa, I know you need to bounce soon. Yes. I so do. where where can we find you on the interwebs? You can find me at hashtag Marissa on Twitter and Instagram. Where nice. can we find you? You can find me at a Underwood 48 on the Twitter machines. Uh, don't forget to give Chris Walker a follow by Chris Walker on the Twitter machines and send him lots of positive energy and packets of kale for his drinks. <laughs> um, thank you to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves and um, Icarus FC. Uh, oh, he's drinking a oof, double dry hopped Belching Beaver IPA, a beautiful, beautiful, was it Deftones White Pony? Nice little San Diego-inspired 7% IPA. Enjoy your night, Chris. Uh, <laughs> who's this Ryan guy? I need some reason to promote this episode. Uh, Ryan is the team photographer. Apparently, there were some shenanigans in Phoenix. Um, I don't know the answer to what happened, uh, but apparently there was a kerfuffle at the end of the game, um, and that's what happened. Apparently, some Phoenix fans were not happy. Um, and apparently some team team members are not happy, uh, but that's all I know. Yeah, I saw some of that. Oh, I don't know. We'll get to the bottom of that. I don't know. We will do some research. <laughs> um, thank you for stopping by tonight, everyone who stopped by and said hi. Uh, Chris, Harry, um, who do we have earlier in the episode? Jimmy V. Um, thanks for stopping by. Uh, if you're on the podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for subscribing to the YouTubes, and uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side of this beautiful win against Los Dos. Yes. Bye. Bye. This and every episode is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. You can find other podcasts on bgn.fm. The Fairweather Podcast is also sponsored by Roughneck Scarves official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and U.S. Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie-cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com.